And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. A couple stars in LeBron James and LaMelo Ball sustain injuries. A star who used to dunk in Blake Griffin, he dunks again. Yes, he dunks again. And many stars like Kyle Lowry, Aaron Gordon, and Victor Oladipo are in rumors as the trade deadline approaches. Let's bust into a Monday. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Monday, March 22nd. Hey, everybody, we're going to start with some sad news here, but things will pick up. We'll get happier. First, the Hornets star, rookie LaMelo Ball, he broke a bone in his wrist and will miss the rest of the season. I know it's terrible. He will get a second opinion early this week to confirm, but it seems like he'll be out of this season. What was an incredible start to his career. Uh, Terrible news for NBA fans. A lot of virtual tears were shed on Twitter this weekend. We will debate if he's still going to be Rookie of the Year on Monday's full No Dunks episode, so check that out. And because it's the East, they still could make the playoffs or the play-in tournament, but the air has come out of the Hornets balloon. That is for sure. Let's move on to LeBron James. He is out several weeks most likely, with a high ankle sprain. Now, I say several weeks, most likely, because you never know. He could come back earlier than that, but it does appear to be severe after he took this hit from Solomon Hill this past weekend, and the hit will be severe on the Lakers' offense. The first six minutes of the third quarter after losing him, they didn't score against the Hawks. Then they lost to the Suns Sunday night, and they don't have Anthony Davis right now, but I think they can hold on. They're third in the West. They have a few easy-ish games coming up on the schedule. Anthony Davis comes back first, then LeBron James comes back fighting. A rested, mentally rested LeBron James comes back. I believe the Lakers will be okay. Blake Griffin made his debut for the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm not sure if I'm ready for Blake Griffin, the hustle player. Yeah, he's coming off the bench, playing the four in the first half with Nick Claxton, Landry Shamit. Tyler Johnson, Bruce Brown, a really tough unit. Blake Griffin playing defense, hustling. He made a block on one of the first possessions. Look look at him hustle and block Bradley Beal. You don't see that from Blake Griffin too often, but he's buying in early. And then on Bradley Beal coming hard into the lane, Blake got the chest right in front of him. This is a new Blake we're seeing, but we saw a bit of the old Blake as well. He got a dunk in the second half of this game. His first dunk since 2019, as everyone was saying it, late December. It's been years. Not really. December 2019 is when he last dunked, and he got one jam there. Now, he played the five in the second half, played center, and that's where he could finish games for the Brooklyn Nets, playing you know, interchangeably the 5-4 uh, along with Kevin Durant plus Harden plus Kyrie Irving and plus Joe Harris. Now, 
who knows if he finishes games. Uh, either way, he's buying in. It's obviously early in his Brooklyn Nets career, and he's 32, and he could still want to be the man on his own team. But if there's one guy who I think could be okay with being a role player on a really good team, I think it's Blake. He's got his comedy. He's got his priorities in order. And Steve Nash and Kevin Durant, more importantly, has these guys buying in. KD was on the horn with Blake Griffin saying, come on over. This could be a championship team. I think Blake could be okay with playing that role and coming off the bench. I think he's going to continue to come off the bench even as his role increases. Moving on to Indiana and Miami. With the season Karis LeVert is having, uh, as a reminder, during the four-team trade uh, for James Harden, Karis LeVert was moved. He had a physical. It was revealed that he had kidney cancer. He had a mass on his kidney. Now everything is fine. He's back playing for the Indiana Pacers. But it's a story I wanted to see with a end with a game winner against the Miami Heat. I wanted to see him hit a shot. And it looked like he could. At the end of the fourth quarter, Nate Bjorkman put the ball in his hands. He missed, however. Missed a shot over Tyler Hero. But Nate Bjorkman said, in overtime, you can do this, man. You can do it. They put the ball in his hands once again. This time over Tyler Hero. He kind of was the hero. That was the last bucket for the Indiana Pacers in overtime. They win. Heat lose. And the Miami Heat really desperately want Kyle Lowry at the trade deadline as it approaches three days away. According to Sham Sharanya in his latest Inside Pass article, the Heat don't just want Kyle Lowry. They covet him. They desperately want him. And so do the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, the Raptors' situation could lead them to trade Kyle Lowry. They lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers this weekend. They have lost eight in a row. And this isn't LeBronto beating them. This is this year's edition of the Cleveland Cavaliers. They've got excuses for why they've lost so many games, and they're definitely far better than 11th in the Eastern Conference where they sit right now. But this could make the decision easier for Toronto here at the deadline. Uh, with 30 games left, I mean, they, they're... Basically, five games out of an Eastern Conference home court position of fourth spot. They're also five games out of being dead last in the Eastern Conference. That being said, I think you trade Kyle Lowry at this point. Cash in on him. You're already in good standing with him. He said he'd come back and retire as a Toronto Raptor. Is there any reason to hold on to him if you're in this position? Cash in on Kyle that's what I say. Now, let's talk about a little, a few more trade uh, possibilities here before the deadline. Boston beat Orlando to snap a three-game losing streak. The Beantown boys are back to 500. They're just trading beans back and forth. That's what they do. Uh, it's a strange, strange situation in Boston. The more interesting storyline between uh, Boston and Orlando is that the Celtics are interested in Orlando's Aaron Gordon, according to the Athletics' Jared Weiss and Sam Amick. Now, you might say... Celtics GM Danny Ainge is interested in everybody. It seems like the Celtics are in a lot of rumors. In fact, they liked the Magic's Nikola Vucevic and Evan Fournier, but I'm a sucker for rumors, and this is possible. With the Celtics you know, striking out over the years, Aaron Gordon could be that star that's just the next tier down, and it really would fit with them going. Small Aaron Gordon could be a five in a lot of scenarios to end games that they like to do. They like to go small. I could see this happening three days away. Pelicans, Nuggets, even if you're an MVP candidate, sometimes you just don't feel like battling with a behemoth. Steven Adams 
kind of took the air out of Nikola Jokic over and over and over. Jokic had a good game, uh, but Adams gave him all that he could handle, making him work over and over. And the Pelicans got the win because of it. Also because Brandon Ingram had the ball in his hands a ton. He had 30 points, especially with Lonzo Ball out. And Lonzo Ball is heavily involved in rumors right now. Shams Rania says the Hawks are interested. The Hawks. Lonzo Ball is a restricted free agent after this offseason. The Pelicans didn't extend him. His papa was on ESPN Los Angeles radio saying he doesn't like watching his son play off the ball in New Orleans. And Nikhil Walker-Alexander filled in for Lonzo Ball with 20 points because Ball was out. Hmm, interesting stuff there. Houston OKC. The losing continues for the Rockets. The Rockets lost their 20th straight game of the season, but they did snap their 12-game streak of losing by double digits in a two-point loss to OKC. John Wall, he really went for that win, trying to snap it with some hero ball. OKC didn't have Shea Gillis Alexander or Al Horford. The Rockets started the season 11-10 and and have now lost 20 straight. So at 11-30, and Minnesota is still below them in the standings. The question is, will they be able to snap this streak? Well, looking at their upcoming schedule, they do get the Raptors and they get the Hornets and then two games against those Minnesota Timberwolves. So unlikely to me that they're going to snap the all-time longest streak of 26 straight losses. Uh, there are some excuses when they were playing eight guys, but now they've got John Wall, Christian Wood, and Victor Oladipo playing. Victor Oladipo, speaking of him, could be moved to the Heat, Knicks, or Pistons, according to Sham Sharanya's Inside Pass article. A few quick Sunday scores to wrap here. The 76ers held off the Knicks by one point in OT. Tobias Harris went from free throw goat to free throw goat in overtime. Figured it out. The Mavs blew out the Blazers behind 37 from Luka Doncic. And Lowry Markinen is a seven-footer who has hang time. The Bulls beat the Pistons in a dud of a basketball game. That's it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Monday where we will go through the winners and losers of the weekend. I'll be back on Tuesday to give you the news as fast as I possibly can. Talk to you then. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.